going on, ladies and gentlemen? You know, thank you for, you know, joining us on our podcast. It's great that, you know, you take the time to listen. And, you know, today we're going to get more into the story uh, from last week as more updates has came out what happened in Georgia in the massage parlors. Um, it was definitely, as we called it here, a domestic terrorist attack. Rest assured, as I taught you many times about the mainstream corporate media, it is the public relations firm and the propaganda wing of white supremacy. Now, the public relations part is to protect the Mzungu male image. That's what they have to do by lessening what they're doing, muddying the waters, you know, deflecting all the things they're doing to protect that image. It don't matter if they are left wing, if they're right wing, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's all white supremacy. So as you know, more news have come out, it said all eight victims of the deadly shooting rampage targeting Three Georgia massage spas have been identified by Friday and were found to include an army veteran, a newlywed, and a hardworking, as they say here, single mother of two. Now, they say Robert Eric Long, 21, has been charged with murdering four people at two spas in Atlanta and four more in a spa in Cherokee County. Um, on Tuesday, they say Long, who's said to be a customer at two out of the three targeted spas, told police on Wednesday that the attacks were not racially motivated. And that part is, you know, it's amazing how he could say it was not racially motivated whatsoever. And then they just take, you know, what he says and that's just what it is. I mean, we don't question it. We don't. And and notice and notice this when it was some uh, alleged and he have to say alleged because this stuff is nobody being convicted of anything. This alleged attack that people they're saying they're doing automatically saying it's hate crimes. You know, black people commit hate crimes against Asians. Okay. Immediately the media says that even when the person say, no, I didn't talk to him because of that reason, you know, they still say, oh, no, no, that's a hate crime. When it comes to Robert Aaron long here. Okay. They got to protect the image of the white male. You have to understand that. So anything he say goes right. Um, remember, you know, they also have an immunity of law. Now this, he says, now they say, but it had to do with his, you know, he says sex and pornography addiction and his purported desire to eliminate the sources of his temptation. Now this is the thing. Why is it that other people have to get hurt? Other people have to die because you have a temptation. You understand what I'm saying? You was going into those, you know, massage parlors. Um, and, and people know a lot of those places are not what they say they are. A lot of those places are human trafficking hubs. Let's call that what it is. And it's amazing how you have those things all over the place. And the police, the local police don't say nothing. I always said it. I said, now, could you imagine black people having a bunch of massage parlors and what they're doing and trafficking in, you know, black women? from different countries from all over the world. And trust me, it wouldn't last five minutes. And and they were saying that the average figures that they was talking about, these people can make a million dollars a month easy on one location of these, you know, um, illicit massage parlors. That's amazing. A $1 million. And these people that own them, they have multiple, massage parlors and they always doing sting operations on these places. 
and busting them. And the moment they close one, another one will pop right back up in its place. You understand what I'm saying? Now, what I believe, just me, I believe that they grease in the pockets of these local police departments everywhere they go. And that's why they turn a blind eye. You know, maybe they donating a certain amount of money to the police department and saying, Hey, you know, we'll give you a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars. Like, you know, just leave us alone. You know what I'm saying? Tip us off if, if the feds coming this way. Yeah, you got us. If people get down like that locally in the state, they get down like that nationally. A lot of these people that come in and, you know, they want to they wanna call these people or, or try to label these people saying a, a model minority, you know, which that's not the case because you look at all the crimes that's going on. But, you know, we all talk about black people. Show me, show me the, the illicit massage parlors black people have. I'm just saying. But continuing, I already told you this. Black people got to follow the letter of the law, the letter of the law. And trust me, these people know what's going on in these places. Trust me. You got a, a, a people that can surveil anything, but you mean they don't know what was going on over there? Come on now. Now, they talked about that with the surveillance video. So they long spent 72 minutes inside the first spa targeting an attack suggested that he may have gotten a massage before opening fire. I said prior to going inside Young's Asian massage parlor in Cherokee County, Long was seen in surveillance video sitting in his black Hyundai Tucson for about an hour and watching people enter the business. Now they were saying that um, after the shooting, it said had blood stains on the floor inside the spa on the sheets and disarray on massage tables. Now I said law enforcement in Atlanta and Cherokee County on Thursday said that they had not ruled out the attack was a hate crime and were actually investigating that stressing that nothing is off the table. So one of the ladies that got killed in there was a married mom of two. Uh, she was a uh, white woman. Uh, she said she went, you know, to the day uh, spa with her husband to relax. They say from taking care of their new baby, she was killed, but her husband escaped alive. Now it says that their statements came as a Cherokee County Sheriff spokesman, Captain Jay Baker sparked widespread condemnation of a saying during news conference. He said that the 20 year old, 21 year old suspect had a really bad day. And, and this is what he did. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that's some, that's some own code right there. Like he killed eight people, but he just had a bad day. You know, that, that's just what it is. You know, it's like, like I said in another video, I said, listen, um, plenty of people have a bad day and nobody want to go and harm anyone because they had a bad day. Some people may just want to go lay down somewhere. Sometimes people want to just, um, some people may go exercise to, to uh, something like that. Some people may want to watch a good movie or something. People have all kinds of ways um, to eliminate their bad day, but it, but they don't have an option of saying, you know what? I just knew you will kill a bunch of folk because I'm having a bad day. I said, that is so white supremacy. Everybody else got to suffer because you having a bad day. Now they said activists had called for Baker to be fired over his comments and the discovery of a Facebook post that Baker appeared to have written to promote a t-shirt with racist language about China and the coronavirus. And we had covered that about how this guy was buying shirts. that said COVID-19. Um, they said, they said the uh, virus, you know, basically came from China or whatever. And he was uh, proud that he bought a shirt and this guy is a sheriff. Okay. So it said on Thursday, Baker was replaced as the spokesman in the long investigation after Sheriff Frank Reynolds issued a statement acknowledging that some of the captain's comments stirred much debate and anger, said AZ regrets any heartache his words caused. So they said by Friday afternoon, all 
eight deceased victims have been formally identified as Delania Ashley Yorn, 33, and said Paul Andre Michaels, 54, uh, Z Che uh, Tan, Deoyu uh, Fing, Soon C Park, uh, Yoon J Grant, Soon Cha Kim, and 63 year old Young Yu. They said another man, uh, Elcias R. Hernandez Ortiz, was shot in the throat, forehead, lungs, and stomach, but survived and was expected to recover. Man, that dude, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the picture of this man here. Man, that dude tough, man. Man, he is tough. Got shot in the throat, forehead, lungs, and stomach, and still surviving? Man, I guess it just wasn't his time to go. Now, they say the medical examiner, you know, performed autopsies on Kim, Yu, Grant, and Park on Wednesday, included all but Kim died from gunshot wounds to the head. The 69-year-old woman died from a gunshot wounds to the chest. They say three of the women died at the gold spa in Atlanta. The fourth woman died across the street at aromatherapy spa. They said the medical examiner didn't immediately say which woman died at aromatherapy. Now, they say Delania Yuan, they said Tuesday was supposed to be there for relaxation for mommy duties. This was uh, the white lady. They said Yuan and her newlywed husband arranged for someone to take care of their eight-month-old daughter while they headed to Young's Asian Massage. Family members said the couple were first-time customers eager to to, for a chance to unwind. So it was their first time there. They'd never been there before. As they were in separate rooms inside the spa when the gunman opened fire. As a Yuan was killed, her husband escaped unharmed. Uh, they say, though, they were saying they're innocent. They did nothing. Yuan's weeping mother, um, Margaret Rushing, said, I don't understand why he took my daughter because he was a devil. That's why he took your daughter. You know, that's the thing. You know, white society. You see, you allow this. You've been allowing this. This isn't the first time this happened, and it's not going to be the last. You let people in your community run around here having certain guns they should not have. And listen, I, be, I believe in the, in, in the Second Amendment. I believe everyone has a right to protect themselves. But no one needs a weapon of war. Now listen, a AR-15, it was the response to the AK-47. What do, do a person need a 30-round capacity magazine for? What do you need that for? That's a weapon of war. I don't care what nobody say. Everyone knows for home defense, you can have handguns, shotguns. You can buy your rifle or whatever else. I mean, home defense. I mean, come on. You know, it's like, and this is what's going to end up happening. They already talking about an, uh, an assault weapons ban. You know, now most people that own AR-15s, I'm not saying most people out there is doing that. They're not. But the thing is, what I've seen growing up is that, you know, little Jamal, he always would get in trouble if he did something wrong. But little um, Connor, he he's always, it's always an excuse for Connor. And then when Connor grows up, it's still always an excuse for Connor. You know, like the excuse was he was just having a bad day. But did Jamal do anything wrong? Hell, did Jamal um, get, you know, jaywalk? You know, Jamal can get killed for that, you know, unarmed. You know, because you want to make sure that with Jamal, you rule Jamal with an iron fist. And when it comes to little Connor here, 
you want to make sure to handle him with um, Mickey Mouse gloves and his tantrums is justified and his outbursts is justified. And, you know, I covered a story the other day where one of them, you know, went and told the police, you know, Hey, I'm just, I'm just going to hurt somebody. He said, you know, if I feel it's justified, I'm going to do it. And this fool uh, went to DC and they caught him outside of Kamala Harris's residence. They caught him with an AR-15 and 113 uh, rounds of ammo. Okay, now this fool told them, he told them that he was going to hurt somebody and nothing happened. Now imagine Jamal going to the police station and saying, man, you know what? Aha. I feel like I'm going to hurt somebody. If I feel justified, I'm going to do it. Man, they had arrested Jamal on the spot for saying that he was making terroristic threats, you know, in the police station. But Connor, he can say that and nothing happened. Then a week later, two weeks later, mass, you know, domestic terrorist attack. And let me tell y'all something. Stop calling this mess a mass shooting. Okay. Stop. Because that is, that is PR tactics calling what these people are doing a mass shooting. They shooting eight people, 10 people, etc. That is a domestic terrorist attack. That's exactly what it is. And we need to, in the black media, call this mess domestic terrorist attacks. You going inside of a, 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 a uh, multiple massage parlors killing people. The other one in Boulder, Colorado killed 10 people inside of a grocery store. Okay. And then they playing the game on that. Oh, he, he ain't white. He's Syrian. Then we posted on Twitter. What would they say that he's a white male? <laughs> they need to stop. They seriously need to stop guys. I mean, because we own to them. That's the thing is, it's like we own. But the thing is when you build your, your house as the Bible teach on sand, it's going to easily collapse. But when you build your house on the rock, then you got a good foundation. You understand what I'm saying? And they have built their whole ideology. Everything they built has been on sand. That's why with any kind of pushback, the, 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 the winds and rain of truth push against their house. That's why it's constantly crumbling on them because it was not built on the rock of truth. That's why. See, we don't have to say nothing wrong. We don't have to lie. We don't have to put out propaganda against nobody. All we have to do is tell the truth. And the truth, knowing the truth, will always set you free and always destroy darkness and lies. You got to understand it, ladies and gentlemen. Now, they, they said that Yuan's husband could hear the gunfire inside the spa, but was helpless to save his wife. They say, he said he's taking it hard. They say, when you're in a room and gunshots are flying, what do you do? Okay. So the other guy, Paul uh, Michelle here, he's 54. He's an Army veteran. They say he was installing a security system at Young's Asian Massage Parlor when he was killed. Okay. So they said um, he learned that trade, they say, after moving to Atlanta more than 25 years ago. They say he'd been talking about switching to a new line of work. He said, from what I understand, they say he was at the spot that day going to do some work, um, according to his younger brother. Now, I said, um, Paul Michelle's, they said, uh, also uh, might have been talking with the spa owner and say about how the business operates, his brother said, because he had been thinking about opening a spa himself. He said his age caught up to him. He said he gets to the point where you get tired of climbing up and down ladders. He said he actually looking you know, to start his own massage spa. That's what he was talking about last year. Now he said he grew up in Detroit with a large family 
where he's seven of nine children. Okay. So we're looking at another one of the ladies that uh, worked over there. And they said, now, um, there's another woman, you say, that was killed. And her name is a uh, last name, Tan. They say the owner of Young's uh, Asian Spa lived in Kennesaw, Georgia, and survived uh, by husband Michael Webb. They say, and daughter Jamie Webb. They say, who is a recent uh, University of Georgia graduate. They say, she would have turned 50 on Wednesday. They say, Tan, known as Emily to her loved ones, they say, was Chinese descent. They say, her friend and customers of six years um, said, um, they talked about she was a good person. You know, so these are going through all these different people that was killed. Uh, Yoon Grant, another one, she was from South Korea. Um, she was killed. You know, her son, Randy Park, described the 51-year-old uh, his, his GoFundMe page as a single mother dedicated her whole life providing for, uh, he said, my brother and I. And I said the young man also wrote his mother came with him, his brother from South Korea, and the rest of their family is still there. He said she's one of my best friends and the strongest influence on who said, we are today. He said he wrote movingly. He said losing her put a new lens on my eyes. It's an amount of hate that exists in the world. But see, this is the thing. This hate that, that, that a lot of Asian communities are talking about now because it got real for them real quick, okay? This hate been going on. See, the thing is, when you sit down, and let me tell you these, these other non-white groups something that could be listening to this uh, podcast right now, okay? You sit here and watch all these years, black people fight white supremacy on our own. Now, there may be a few individuals in, in, in other non-white groups that have, you know, tried to fight, you know, with us. And I've seen some of you. And and I, we we appreciate it. We do, um, and, and we rock with you. You understand what I'm saying? But the collective of you don't have that idea, because the collective of many of you outside of we're talking about any non-white group um, outside of black is because most of you had this attitude like, man, look, <laughs> let, me, let me be quiet. I ain't trying to get involved with that. Let me stay out of the way. I don't want them problems. Um, you know, it sucks for black people, but that's their problem. That's really how a lot of you are, have moved. And what's happening in the in the last days here of, of white supremacy, white supremacy is going to get more violent, more bloodthirsty, and they're not just going to relegate their terrorism on black people. They're going to do it to everyone that's not, you know, uh them for sure. And as you saw in Boulder, Colorado, because I look at the demographics of that, that happens more so to their own people. So they have no problem even killing other white people as well. And that tells even white people that maybe you should get a hold to the people in your group because you can be, you know, a victim. Okay. So they said long said he'd been treated for sexual addiction, that he frequented massage parlors for explicit sexual activity. That's what he said. And he said he was deeply religious and would become very emotionally distraught that he frequented these places. He said Long was also believed to have first opened fire and young massage, uh, Asian massage near Ackworth. It's a city about 32 miles Northwest of Atlanta at 5 PM. Four people were killed in that shooting. 
They say then Long they say drove to Atlanta, opened fire at the Gold Massage Spa, killing three women. They say when police were there, they received reports of more shots across the street at Aromatherapy Spa, where the eight uh, victim uh, was found. Okay, so he was on the run. They say he was driving to Florida to target porn industry locations. They say when he was arrested 150 miles south of Atlanta, police says the officer rammed his Hyundai off the road, taking him into custody, which he didn't have a scratch on him. You know, he killed a lot of people. Nobody shot him. He 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 looked good, but you know, just like the other guy um, that was arrested in Boulder, Colorado, he was just shot in the leg. They, they, he just, just walked him to the a thing like it wasn't nothing. He wasn't dead or anything after killing that many people, and even killing a police officer. He was good. Like I said, they know how to handle their own. <laughs> well, when they engage their own, they police officers. When they engage just their race soldiers, so they said police say uh, they found Long uh, thanks to the help from his parents who recognized him from surveillance footage posted by authorities and gave investigators his cell phone information. Okay. So his church, you know, condemned, you know, everything that he's done, you know, but like, like we taught you before, their religion is white supremacy. Their, their religion is, and that's what they all follow because how is it you go to a church and you still can go out there, uh, willing to kill folks. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying they, their God isn't the God of heaven and earth. Their God is white supremacy and white Jesus. I told, I told all of you that uh, many, many times before. So with that being said, you look at, they said that he had bought a nine millimeter handgun hours before the rampage at big good woods gun range. They said that, he was on the way to Florida to carry out more attacks when he was caught. This is a nine millimeter similar to the one long used is pictured. And we're looking at, um, you know, what he has here. So this guy, you know, they're showing him uh, in school. Like he, ain't do, you know, they, they make sure they make sure every time. Oh my Lord. Notice when it's somebody black, Oh boy, they about to show them arrested or whatever. But when it comes to these folks, remember the PR, you know, wing now see the PR wing of white supremacy has to try to taint the jury as much as possible. So he, you know, he can continue to have his immunity of law. Okay. So with that being said, you know, talking about this, this whole story here, um, the moral of the story is when they started this propaganda about, black people attacking Asians. And we noticed, you know, a few things with that. They're wearing pink hoodies. They're making sure to do this in front of cameras. That's, you know, blasting them in 4k, you know, on the news, you know, I mean, nothing, nothing is even related to what we know what criminals would do in the black community. This is why a lot of black people are questioning it. And it was all in the middle of their propaganda until these, until these white supremacists start showing up and doing what we know them to do. And as these lockdowns go away now, and as more and more people get vaccines and everything, um, you're going to see them. Listen, trust me for a whole year, they couldn't do anything because they were locked down. Now they about to come out of their house and, and go on their rampage because that's just, they, they the devil. That's just, <laughs> listen, the Bible teach those of you who say it, most of you talking about your Christian, it did, didn't the Lord teach that the devil, you know, come to kill, steal, and destroy? Well, anybody that kill the, in bloodthirsty, they like to steal and destroy, you are the devil. So when I say the devil, this guy is a devil, according to every sense of the word.
So it's, it's like I said, you always got to keep your head on swivel and protect yourself in Babylon, ladies and gentlemen. You have to. But I hope, you know, listen, us as black people, at least on, on, in, in, in our camp here, our camp, we understand what's going on. But other people that listen to our show who could be from other communities, so it could be your first time here, um, you turn a blind eye to white supremacy could end up being, you know, the good, your family's life or your life, turn a blind eye. And yes, they got some black folks that is, is twisted up too in, in, in white supremacy as well. Okay. And a lot of them are sick who do that. That's not the majority. That's a minority. This is why we talked about, you know, everyone I talked to this, you know, about this propaganda, they say, who's hurting them? They say, man, nobody even bothered them. You know, they live away from everybody, which they do. Most of them live segregated, you know, and most of, most of this, um, these, these so-called crimes they're talking about with the black people is only happening in New York, um, in San Francisco. Like it's, that's not, that's not being widespread if it's happening just in two cities. Okay. I mean, we don't see a bunch of that happening here in Houston. I ain't heard no, nobody's attacking people in Houston. I mean, Houston have more blacks and Hispanics and Asians here than white folks. Nobody has any problems with each other, but you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know, let me know, you know, as you know, how, what you feel about this, what your thoughts about, you know, this particular story as more and more things have came out about it. You know, he, he says that he has an addiction. And so in order to treat his addiction, other people had to go. That's, that was just a thing, you know, with this guy, um, I would tell other groups, you know, instead of sitting up here saying you don't trust black people or you're afraid of black people and, and, but, but Robert here walked by you and, and you feel trusting with him. Trust me. I have no fear or qualm when it comes to black people or anybody else. And I ain't got no fear when it comes to Robert's people either. But one thing I, but one thing I am, I, I know who I'm dealing with and I'm going to watch, you know, Robert a whole lot more than I'm going to watch Pookie and Ray Ray. Cause I know what Pookie and Ray Ray going to do. I spot them a mile away, but Robert, <laughs> Robert, uh, uh, go inside the Chuck E. Cheese and, and, and unloading on parents and kids. That's what Robert to do him and his ilk. You know, y'all better get out of all that mess. I always talking about black people and what, what, what we going to do and what you fear and listen to these mainstream media people. I said, y'all need to be smarter than that. Uh -huh.